everyone. Welcome back to the Renewed All Up. My name is Taznova and I'm here with... Hi, I'm Ancha. And today's topic is um, something I've never personally seen talked about or written about so far. The topic is shame and secrecy within romantic relationships. I think it's kind of like a known fact or like a known thing, concept in the Bengali community or like in the South Asian community that you don't really date before marriage, but I know that, or like, I would like to think that other people my age and around my age, like still do date <laughs> even without marriage. So I think this episode is strictly about how that affects us mentally, how having to lie to our parents, lie, lie to our loved ones about what we're doing or what we're doing with, like all of that stuff, what lying and the shame and the guilt kind of leaves with us the mental toll of having to always like look behind our back make sure like we can't walk down this road or this block or this neighborhood because like oh that auntie lives on that street or whatever so it's very like we always have to plan through it or else at least maybe that's just me I don't know so I would like to think that since this is not talked about enough in podcasts or articles or uh, Instagram accounts um, maybe this might be a first and other organizations might like it and want to slowly start talking about it so we can normalize that this does happen, it's just not talked about, and um, we should slowly start normalizing it and accepting people that it's okay that we do date before marriage and it should be totally fine regardless of our race or religion. Yeah, I think I agree that we don't really have conversations about this. Maybe we do like within our own friend groups or our own friend circles, but I haven't really seen like a mass conversation about this at all. And I appreciate having this conversation also because I want to emphasize that it's not normal to, you know, lie about this. Um, yes, we have normalized it in our community because it's kind of like a survival technique that we have to do because it's literally not safe for some people to, you know, mention this at all to their families or, you know, um, date transparently, whether it's for so many different reasons. Um, and honestly, like I've seen a lot of like the simplest reason is that they just aren't able to tell their parents, period, because their parents have said like, no, you're only going to quote unquote date for marriage, which, you know, really isn't even the traditional, I guess, dating that maybe we've seen in like a more um, like westernized culture. And yeah. um, just finding that like sweet spot between like growing up here and then, you know, wanting to tie in with like our like South Asian or Bengali roots is really difficult. And I think the more we... Uh, don't normalize that it's something that we need to do and have these conversations, the more we can kind of try to see how these open conversations can lead us into maybe telling the truth or at least like trying to be more honest with the people that maybe we're not able to because of that fear and shame. And, um, you know, it leads to so many other secrets. And, you know, I think we've talked about in previous podcasts or in general in our conversations, how, 
like we've grown up with so many other secrets or things that we need to keep from others or other yeah. family members. Um, you know, so this kind of just adds into that as well, into that secrecy layer. Yeah, I definitely. I think um, the whole idea of having this conversation is to help let people know that you're not alone, that you do this. Like, I feel like it's like a known thing between all brown people. Like we, we watch other people walking around holding hands with their significant other. And we know like that that's what they're doing. And it's just like, to me, at least like when I was in college, like I would see like, uh, like a brown girl and a brown guy, or even like, if it's a, it's like a biracial couple, like I would see them walking around and in my head, like it's bad, but in my head, I'm just like, I wonder how they go about it like I wonder like what kind of lies they say what kind of like like where do their parents think that they are now type of thing because like I do that and like I'm not proud of it and it's it's scary and it's uh, it's also dangerous because it's like if you do go out like logistically and you're lying to your parents like oh I'm going here but then actually you're going there like that's also kind of dangerous because they don't like what if something does happen to you at the place that you're actually at and like they have to be like oh what you're at that place instead of that place it's it is dangerous like yes granted you would tell like your closest friends where you're actually going so that they could look out for you but logistically speaking like it is very dangerous there is like it would bring in a lot of anxiety and um aside from just feeling shame and guilt it's just a lot to take in to like have to constantly lie to your parents especially if you do kind of have like a somewhat okay relationship with your family having to bring in like a guy or a girl and you're just like oh I can't tell them about this because I have to wait until I get married and so on and so forth and that kind of breaks the relationship that you might have with the parent so it is very challenging and like I would love to know other coping strategies but I, because I think my own coping strategy aside from just the fact that we're talking about this because I think this is a huge thing for me and I hope that this is a huge thing for people for our listeners because just to again know that you're not alone in this that I do this I'm pretty sure Amcha might have done this before she got married yeah 100% yeah so like it it, knowing that you're not alone and having that kind of layer like or to break that kind of layer that oh okay you're not the only weirdo I guess quote-unquote doing this but other than that like I think my only coping strategy would be is like just talking to other people that you really really trust and won't judge you because like I obviously talk to my brother and sister-in-law but it's also like finding friends even if they're not in like even if they're not South Asian trying to find people that might that might not know what you're really going through because they can date whoever they want and their parents know but finding someone that's not judgmental and can understand your perspective in some way and not and just be willing to listen to, to you and listen to what how what a toll this is taking on you I think that's very huge so like coping wise like personally what I guess would have helped me I think like looking back because um like when I was mostly going through this like growing up I didn't know any coping mechanisms really so it was kind of just like all right like this is my life and I'm gonna have to lie about this and 
it is what it is because, you know, that's what my other Bengali friends are doing or my other South Asian friends are doing. Um, and as I got older, I started to uh, realize and like kind of also I branched out more. So, you know, as I was making more friends who maybe weren't South Asian and I was realizing that they were in relationships and, you know, they were like openly able to tell their parents or, you know, it it, it literally was night and day with them versus me when like even looking on a day to day basis, like you mentioned, like with planning on where you're going or who you're telling or all of that. And I really wish at that time that I would have had like one would have been like a therapist to really vent to and maybe get some more um, coping skills and really kind of have a safe place to really discuss all of this. Secondly, if I had the means at that time like moving out would have been a really helpful situation because I mean like lying is already difficult in itself but then like when you have to lie under the same roof lie like physically and metaphorically it is even more difficult so I mean if you at least have the freedom to live in your own space and know that um, you're kind of running on your own schedule your own timeline and you're not as much as like reporting to your parents which you know happens a lot in our community um, it, it still happens. Like my parents still try to get my exact whereabouts all the time. And I haven't lived at home for a while. That really, I think would have made a huge difference because I did realize like when I first moved out, um, like by myself, uh, it, it was very different. Like I, there was not that pressure to like mention like, where am I or like what my curfew is or something. And, like even going beyond just like my own independence, it was like on a relationship standpoint, it was like, wait, why well, I don't have to tell someone like, oh, I'm hanging out with a friend when I'm not really hanging out with a friend. It was just it's a whole nother level. And, you know, like that lying still like found itself in there because, you know, it's not like I, I wasn't not speaking to my parents at all. So if I did happen to be out and they were asking me where I am and I felt the need to lie, you know, I would still have to lie. Um, but it, it is like, as I got older, I got more and more fed up with that kind of like double life. And, you know, relationships aren't even the only double life. There's so many other aspects of things that we're you know, we feel like we're stuck in that middle zone where like we don't identify with maybe our counterparts at school or work who aren't South Asian, but then also we identify with, you know, our culture and our roots. So it's like finding that middle spot is really, really challenging. And right. adding in the lies and the shame of like, oh, like, you know, am I even like happy in like this relationship? Or is it because like, you know, am I lying to be happy? Am I happy with lying? I mean, it just turns into this whole mess. And it's it's also really hard depending on who you're dating also because, you know, it can happen where that person maybe isn't willing to lie and, you know, they're maybe confused on like, you know, why do you even have to lie? Like, you know, I don't have to lie to my parents. Or um, what happened with me personally was I was also dating people that also needed to lie. Um, and so at first it did feel like, okay, it's very like a much of an understanding mutually. But as I got older, I realized like, oh, I actually don't want to lie anymore. So if I am in a relationship with people who still do need to lie, like that's another challenge because it's also, 
that person kind of wondering like, oh, you know, how come you're not understanding more because I thought we came from like the same background or whatever. But to me, I had to really break those barriers and explain like, like this is how I intend on living my life and my relationships in the future. And like, I do feel like I'm an adult now where, you know, I don't even live at home. So I can't like further lie to my parents about this. And I had to tell people that I was dating, like, you know, I'm going to tell my parents that like, you know, something's going on here and that it's not necessarily going to lead to marriage. So like, you know, if you're not okay with that, then, you know, we would have to figure out another plan. I think that's like really brave. (laughs) I think that's like really strong because I feel like I would be so nervous and I would be so scared. And I guess I'm still like little so I'm like what do I know um but it's like also the stuff that you mentioned um about how like how some some people might not really understand why you have to be secretive and how you have to lie like I feel like for my personal uh, past like I I've most of my relationships were like we had to keep it down low like both of us had to lie and like keep it away from our parents and stuff and it like it was fine for the most part because we were both coming from the same, like, okay, this is our understanding. Like we can't, like, we know the gist of it, but then it was also just like, oh, I feel bad still. Like they can't do certain things. I can't do certain things. And then like some of the relationship that that's I've had and like I've seen of other, other friends of mine, like one of them isn't comfortable or like one of them has told their parents about, um, the relationship and and then the other half can't so then that comes into uh, that becomes like a whole other like anxiety driven within the relationship and might even create like barriers and obstacles within the relationship that like oh I told my parents and they're inviting you to like Eid or like Ramadan dinner or whatever and like like iftar sorry and um you can't like and uh, but like I can't invite you to mine because you don't exist to them and it's like that whole mental toll like oh like I feel like a horrible girlfriend or boyfriend or significant other that I can't bring them home but they are open arms to bring me home to them and then I think like it it might even be a bit worse if it's like a biracial couple where like they're not even Bengali they're not South Asian and they're coming from a whole different set of cultural norms that like oh dating is normal like I'm gonna date this person that person whatever else and like my parents are gonna invite them to Christmas Halloween whatever Thanksgiving and it's like a normal thing we're gonna go to like uh, like family trips with them like I feel like that's like a lot of what other culture um like family members do and like uh, their son or daughter have like a, a significant other they always like just bring them their uh say that you could bring your girlfriend boyfriend on like these family trips and like that's huge like I've never experienced something like that like I don't know any South Asian family that's like yeah you could bring your girlfriend to like to to for us to go to Bangladesh <laughs> and see our relatives like I've never seen heard that never seen that so that's like very foreign and that in itself is just like a lot to take in too it's like how am I going to explain this to someone that isn't Bengali or isn't South Asian and tell them like hey my parents can't know about us and I hope that's okay. But like, in, even if they say that is okay, it is. it ends up being a lot on the person that is South Asian that like, oh, I can't show 
him off. I can't show her off. I can't be happy about this person in, that, in my life who's making me happy, making me giddy and all like soft inside or <laughs> whatever. And so <laughs> it's just, it, it's really hard and it's really tough. And I think I wish that slowly we go to like a point in our community where we are kind of open about it slowly but surely maybe like the new generation family like parents will be um happy about it and more open arms about it I feel like there are some family members in the family households who are very open like South Asian family members who are very open about dating like I just hope that more and more families can do that because I think this is a lot to take in for someone that like I think at the end of the day a relationship marriage love is just supposed to be a good thing it's supposed to be a happy thing in my understanding as as I've like lived 22 23 years slowly but surely for the most part love relationships marriages is something to be happy about to be like to want and to strive for or like if it makes you happy, then go for it. And if it doesn't and you're happy to be alone, that's also completely fine. But it's also, it's just in itself supposed to be something that's fun and happy. It's not supposed to be draining and tiring and like anxious driven. And it sucks that our community kind of does that like by default. And, and then also the other topic that I've always seen a lot is like, even if people our age like see other South Asian people dating like a different race a person or like of the same race like another South Asian like half of them are like happy or like happy for them or just like don't really care or whatever but then the other half like still judges them which is the other thing I don't understand the judgment that comes into like dating within like before marriage and because like judgment then leads to also shame and lying and secrecy and, and continuing to do that and I think the judgment can come from like all those aunties that we like hate talking about and hate being around but then the judgment can also be with like our own peers that like watch us walking down like a college like classroom or like down the street if we know about them and like we're just like looking at them up and down like I don't understand that like if they're happy let them be happy let them sort their own issues out that like there's no need to judge in my opinion and so I feel like that I, I hope that this conversation also alleviates a little judgment on this topic I think also just as more and more people continue to try to heal and like break these cycles this amount of like judgment and secrecy and things like that can definitely go down in nature um like what you were mentioning about like the aunties and people in our own community like our own peers judging us like I do believe that it's like their own projections of their own unhealed trauma and you know I thought about it like I often like think about this and how like many uh, people in like our parents our grandparents like aunts uncles or friends parents like you know everyone in our community who is not in our generation like how different would it have been for them if they like had the option to date or choose who they wanted to get married to you know like for the people that had to get an arranged marriage or like you know all they knew is like okay I'm marrying this person tomorrow and like there wasn't a secret or a relationship it was just that and it, it's just like you know I wonder if them seeing 
like other generations like us getting to have that choice and not them and like that's really what comes down to like a lot of the root of the judgment and like doing things differently um which is like you know relevant to so many other topics in our lives with that gap between the generations and yeah kind of like maybe what they didn't get to do and you know maybe from like a sense of like okay I didn't get to do that so like no one else should get to do that and in a way that oh like we've never seen it be successful because we've never seen it period so like it feels unsafe and like different and I think like challenging all of that it's like the fact that it comes down to us almost is so exhausting and scary yeah it's it is a lot and especially if like you mentioned um you're dating from outside of our community and maybe they've already had generations of this aspect healed or not be problematic it's like creating that wedge and that divide is just it's really really tiring and you know you're right you are supposed to be enjoying like a relationship or a marriage and you know if you have to constantly think about like oh I'm enjoying this relationship but then my the other side of me has guilt and like lying and secrecy like how are you gonna fully authentically really truly enjoy that relationship you you really probably can't um you know you can for the most part but it's not going to be a hundred percent and that's just devastating to hear because you know we have one life and we're trying to really like navigate these relationships and figure out who we are because honestly like relationships are like true mirrors into like what we need to work on and like we really need them to flourish it's not even like oh, we're just, like, digging around, um, like, for whatever, which is fine, but it really is, like, gives you so much information, and I wish I knew that when I was younger, because, you know, I would have had the awareness to even know what I'm learning or repeating in my relationships, and, like, maybe even what I've seen or what I don't want to do, and, yeah, it wasn't until, like, I became older, and I really got to see like through the work of like a therapist and really like my own self-reflection on like oh like how come you know I keep being in this kind of relationship or um like going towards this kind of pattern and like there's just so much to learn and it's it's a shame that for people in our community it has to be like the secret that you know we can't even like use the tools because we're so caught up on like getting caught on like Roosevelt Avenue or something. (laughs) I'm still dealing with it and I still don't know what to do with it. And like I cope with the most that I can that I think most of our listeners and other people in our community can cope with it because it's just again, it's just something that we've all, like, our generation has just, like, gotten used to, and, like, this is just what we have to do kind of thing, and I hope that down the line, it does change, and people are open to it, and I think you mentioned how, like, being authentically yourself is, like, really important in the sense that if it's bothering you so much that you are hiding and living a double life. I really like how you kept saying that that phrase, like living a double life, because that is what we're doing. We're basically Hannah Montana. <laughs> Except like, I think she had some money and I don't. 
<laughs> so it's like if if it gets too much living that life what do you like when is it to stop and when, when is, is it, it to slowly yeah exactly and when is it slowly room to make some kind of boundaries like maybe again like I probably like I think we said this as a coping strategy or like a solution in, the, in our last episode but like maybe moving out or just creating space physical space between your parents and you or whatever relative is bothering you about this like creating space like physical space between the two of you can really help a lot in the sense that like having that physical boundary will lead them to not like they wouldn't have the easy access to be like okay where are you when are you coming home and that might help calm down like not needing to lie but just saying like hey I'm out or I'm working or whatever not like just being vague because like they can't check up on you they can't actually see what you're doing and I think it's just forming boundaries I think that's really key and then slowly with those boundaries you can start mentioning that like like Ancho you said like you just broke the ice and was like yeah I'm seeing someone and it might not lead to marriage it might lead to marriage but who knows and if you're not okay with that then we need to figure something out and I think just having that open communication I think when you're okay with it I think of course yeah like when you know that it's safe for you and you know not everyone's parents would have the reaction that my parents had it's just not the same situation for everyone so like this is definitely not like a one end all solution but it is like a step you know that if you feel comfortable enough to take that you can take yeah and I think like from my parents perspective like the, if I said this to them I'm like what what Who, who's this what why you're you're out the house see ya bye <laughs> if you're gonna continue dating this person like yeah, that's like, like, you gotta out, be out of the house it. first <laughs> <laughs> you can't get kicked out if you're already not there exactly yep and they can't really say anything other than that they can't force you to break up with them like they they, they that's not gonna happen or maybe it could i don't know i don't know what parents are capable of i've not heard of parents that have tried to do that i mean in many different oh, ways wow. like i've heard of i know of parents like faking heart attacks headaches strokes oh i mean yeah it gets really really creative with our community and that's like that's devastating to hear that's so sad to hear that that like parents or other family members would go to that length to break up a relationship like that and I just hope that like even if this episode didn't like give clarity or give solutions on how to like go through the secrecy and shame I hope that it just shows that like we're all in this together we're all doing this together and it's okay to feel nervous and scared and shameful that you're doing like whatever all of this because like a lot of us are doing this and I was gonna say like everyone is gonna be in a relationship one point or another exactly. so it's like yeah. everyone in the whole wide world is mm-hmm. trying to have relationships and it's literally like a normal human thing to do and yeah you know you're not bad or negative exactly. or trying to like maybe find love or yeah. Just talk to someone romantically, like intimacy and all that is literally like normal human needs. And I, it's it's sad that it's come down to this like double life situation that we're talking yeah. about. And that it's like so black and white with our parents that like, no, you're going to get married when you're like in your 20s or 30s and that's it. You're not going to like look at another man or a woman until then. So it's just like, why? And I think like because our like times have been moving slowly I feel like it's kind of hard for parents and other family members to move along with that how generations are changing but I think it just has to happen 
I will say, I think like as my parents have, because they've been here for so long and I feel like they slowly are knowing that like, oh, they're around this age, like it makes sense that they're probably talking to someone like, because I think like when my brother introduced my sister-in-law at the time, like they kind of had the suspicion, especially because like they kept saying for years ever since my brother moved out that like, oh, he moved out because of a girl. So like if that is how they think of it, then fine. Let them think that. Like let them make fun of you. Let them judge you for that. But like it, you're out the house. Who cares at that point? I was going to say like I was thinking about people and like – I guess high school or college or grad school who are like still living at home and I was like oh my gosh how are all these people like maintaining their like South Asian I guess relationships <laughs> in the pandemic <laughs> I God, literally yeah. was like oh my gosh if that was me I just don't know what I would do because I always had school or work or something but I mean like living remote with your parents and then trying to maintain a double I just don't know how that's possible I don't know what kind of consequences that would have had I think that's a whole other thing like maybe because of COVID like things couldn't work they couldn't like sneak out and hang out like after lunch hours or after classes I, I always think like COVID has its ups and like good sides and bad sides because obviously like all the deaths that happened but then good sides in the, in the sense that you were kind of forced to be in your own space and kind of learn more about yourself and so maybe like if a relationship ended like it kind of forced you to take care of yourself and look out for yourself and be your authentic self and maybe like that could have pushed you to like see what boundaries you need to create with your family what boundaries you need to create with your family members and what standards you want in another man like if you want to continue lying because I think after because of COVID, because I got so comfortable with being home after that, I was like, I don't want to lie anymore. So, I mean, we I think we can go on and on about this episode. Again, like, I don't think that there's any concrete ways to cope through this because I think our generation is still going through this and still trying to balance that double life. And some people might have it better than others that, like, the relationship between your parents is, like, better for others and not so for some. But it's, Again, I keep reiterating it. I think it's just the fact that you're not alone in this and that we're all doing this together, kind of. Yeah, I just wish I could tell like little me back in the day, like, hey, you're normal for feeling this way for lying and like you know if you don't want to anymore it's totally fine like you don't need to be with people either who like you know don't want to like come out with the truth or whatever else and like I just wonder how that would have looked for me if I could just tell myself like hey like that it is normal to want to tell the truth that even if there's consequences yeah everything happens for a reason I and that's what I believe in a lot and so if you believe in the fact that you want to tell the truth and you want to stop lying it like things will come into place on its own figuring it out slowly talking it out and making like compromises and setting boundaries can slowly make a difference yeah I mean you also you'll also like find out a lot about your relationship when shit hits the fan too so um yeah I feel like also being in this like bubble of like the secrecy and shame like even though it does come with the mental toll it does come with like this bubble that could burst when you're finally telling the truth because I feel like you're protected in so many ways of like oh I don't know what 
like our interactions are with my family and yours or you and me and each other. And then once like that all comes into play, it is another whole dynamic that is so important for like relationships and marriages. So like it's it's really a lot that comes yeah. into play. I think that wraps up for this episode. I hope that the listeners kind of related to this in some kind of capacity that you're not alone and that we're all going through this day by day and like we all it's okay that we all want to try and find love because again love is something so beautiful and amazing and it shouldn't be tarnished and it shouldn't be seen as something dirty or like shameful just because of our family members depicted that way because of their own generational traditional mindset but yeah i hope everyone enjoyed this episode and kind of related to me or ansha or both of us or maybe neither of us (laughs) but enjoyed the episode nonetheless we'll be back next month with a new topic all right bye-bye bye